You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, and welcome to episode 85 of the Blended Family Podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me. Before we start, I just want to make a few announcements for the new listeners, since I don't talk about these things on every episode. First, we have a Facebook group that's separate from the regular podcast Facebook page. The private group is for other blended families to connect and share advice and personal stories. One of the challenges we feel when we're struggling with our blended family is that we feel alone sometimes, and this group will show you that you are not alone in your journey. You can find us at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group, and it is free to join. Next, please consider subscribing to my monthly newsletter. I will not spam you, and I only send out one newsletter a month to keep you in the loop. When I do have special announcements, my subscribers are the first to know about them. To join my list, just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash subscribe. And last, as I've told you, I don't make money off the podcast and I don't have advertisers. There's nothing wrong with podcasts that do, but I just don't want to go the route of commercials and such. I love doing the show for you, which is why I don't mind doing it for free. As long as it's helping people, I'm happy. But for those of you who wish to donate just to help out with the cost of keeping it running, I do have a PayPal donate button on the site at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Please do not feel obligated to donate. I'm just letting you know that it's there. As always, everything I mention on the show is always easy to find in the show notes or right on the website. Okay, on to today's topic, blended families and their adult children. It's interesting that I haven't addressed this before. I feel like many of us don't really think about how the family will run when the children grow up. We think that all the issues are going to go away. But Some of you are going through some adult children issues right now. And it's funny, I got an email about a year ago on this topic and I addressed it on the show, but since then, nothing. Then it came up two or three times this week by email and the Facebook group. So I thought it would be a good idea to address it on the show. After all, even if you've got young ones, they will grow up. Let me first say, as you know, if you've been a listener, I do not have personal experience with this one since my kids are still in the teenage years. And to be completely honest, I don't think I'll have a terrible time of it in the future, but there's a reason for that. See, Sean and I met when our kids were so young, and I do believe that makes a really big difference. When the child grows up with the step-parent, they won't be so resistant when they get older. Not to say that issues can't crop up, because they can and they will, but I would think it's going to be more problematic if the blended family forms when the children are either already teenagers or adults. It's much harder for teenagers and adults to accept someone new into their parents' life, whereas when they're young, they're so much more open and adaptable. Now, I know I'm generalizing here because every blended family is different and unique, so let's talk about some issues or problems that can come up when there are adult children in a blended family. There's the obvious. The adult child doesn't like or approve of their parent's partner. And that can happen at any age, too. There are many reasons for why that can be, such as they never got over 
the divorce, or they may have some loyalty to the other parent. Also, many adult kids become parents to their parents, and they feel they have the right to control them or influence their choices. Children think it's okay to police their parent or question their judgment. This shouldn't be a deal breaker for your relationship, but it definitely can put a strain on it. But here you have to realize that you have your own life and it's not up to your kids to make your decisions. If you are happy, then you shouldn't allow them to take that away. Them not liking your partner is their issue, not yours. And of course you can talk to them and you should talk to them to find out what the problem is, hear them out. But they do need to understand that it's your life, you've raised them, and now you have the right to find your own happiness. And at some point, they need to accept your partner because your partner is not going anywhere. Another issue that is common is one of the adult children is a taker. Some would call it mooching, whatever you like to call it. But the child is taking advantage of the parent, usually financially. Maybe they won't move out. Maybe they constantly need money. <clears throat> Excuse me. A parent is still paying their bills or car. Maybe the child is constantly in trouble with the law or drugs. Maybe the child has a child and they can't properly care for it, so you're the one picking up the pieces. And this is gonna cause problems in your relationship, especially if one parent is an enabler. There comes a time where one needs to recognize whether the child is taking advantage. And the non-biological parent is probably not going to take well to this. You do need to notice the difference of whether the child has just fallen on hard times or is truly taking advantage. And the problem though is that bio parent sometimes has blinders on, which is normal, but if this is happening to you, you really need to set some boundaries with the child. And both of you, bio and step parent, need to place themselves in the other's shoes. And that's hard to do, but it will help you understand where the other is coming from. The bio parent needs to understand why the step parent is getting frustrated. Maybe it's causing a financial hardship where you can't take a trip you planned or it's affecting your financial state. At the same time, the step parent needs to understand how difficult it is for the bio parent to turn their back on their child. You've gotta communicate here. Sit down and discuss how you both feel and try to come up with a compromise and a plan and then have the discussion with your child after where you lay down the boundaries. For example, if the child is living with you to try and get on their feet but they have no plan and they spend all their money instead of saving, you're gonna have to put a deadline on it. Give them a realistic date and let them know by that date they will need to have their own place. If the child is doing drugs, well, you're not benefiting them by allowing them to live with you with no responsibilities. So whatever the situation is, you have to draw a line in the sand. Next, how about the adult child not treating all the parents equally in regards to grandparenting? So what I mean here is that your child has had children and they don't recognize your partner as a step-grandparent or maybe not even you. Maybe your ex is given better grandparenting rights than you. And this is tough, and a lot of it depends on how your relationship was before the grandchildren came into the picture. And also, did your partner come along before or after the grandchild? Whatever the situation is, you've got to communicate with your kids about what type of role you want to play in the grandchildren's lives and what they expect from you in return. And if your children do not accept your partner, there's not much you can do about it. But you need to let them know that when it comes to grandchildren, the more love, the better. And why would they not want an extra grandparent showering affection on their child? Another issue that you might be dealing with is splitting time. 
So if you and your partner both have children, and even your children have children, you might be wanted in many places at once. There will be holidays to split, birthdays, games, graduations, and babysitting requests. And when you have a conflict, you're gonna need to decide which place to be. Depending on the number of kids you have, this can be a small problem or a huge problem. You just need to be as fair as possible. You can rotate holidays or bounce around, or you can have the holiday and let them all come to you. But don't get into arguments over which child's event is more important. Try to do both if and when you can. And if you need to split up, you can do that too. This is just a normal part of being in a blended family. Just make sure that you place value on all of the members of the family, no matter which side they're on. And last, children fighting or having issues over will or inheritance. This one to me is ridiculous, but it happens all the time. My suggestion is that none of the kids even need to be aware of what is in that will. It is the business of only you and your partner, but when you sit down with your partner to come up with it, it can stir up some issues. But the real issue here, I think, is more along the lines of the kids not wanting your partner to inherit your belongings in the case of your death. Rather, they might feel it should be theirs. You just need to handle this by doing what you want. If you want everything left to your partner, then that's your decision. If you choose to leave it to the kids, so be it. My point is, the kids should not have a say in this, and the best way to deal with that is to not discuss it with them. Unfortunately, money does crazy things to people. Families get ripped apart over these things. It's really quite sad. But my main takeaway in dealing with all of this is that you will have to set boundaries with your children, just like when they were young. You have to let them know how not only you expect to be treated, but also how you expect them to treat your partner. And you have to communicate. As soon as people stop communicating, issues crop up. Sometimes people don't know how their behavior is affecting you unless you speak up. So those are just some common issues that blended families with adult children might have to face. If you're listening and you have adult children, let me know if you're dealing with something that I failed to mention. And like I said, this is not something I'm going through myself. All I have to go on so far is your emails. Speaking of emails, let me read you this one I got just this week from a listener. She says, hi, Melissa. First, thank you for all you're doing. I wanted to share with you my situation and hope for honest feedback. I'm 33 and husband is 41. He had kids when he was young. I have never had any bio kids, but my husband was open to more when we married five years ago if I ever wanted some of my own. Today, my 20-year-old stepdaughter is pregnant. She did not live with us full-time growing up and always referred to me as her dad's wife and her bio mom is in the picture as grandma. But my stepdaughter does live very close to us now and I'm in essence in that role as step-grandma before I've even become a bio mom myself. I'm trying to set boundaries early that I'm just Jennifer since the baby has a bio-maternal grandma, but needless to say, it's challenging. Imagine having a baby of my own who would be this baby's aunt or uncle, but younger. Also, the added stress to my husband to start over when he is now a grandpa before a father to my baby. I am not pregnant, but I'm thinking seriously about all of this now. I struggle with the label of grandma, but when I told my husband that I didn't want to be called grandma, he was offended. I also feel like this is taking away from my opportunity to be a bio mom since he might be focused more on his grandchild and not even want to have one of his own at this point anymore. 
I appreciate your insight and advice on what I can do to help my husband understand where I'm coming from with all of this and how I can get past the labels. Also, is this a bad idea to have a baby of my own now? So I had emailed Jennifer back letting her know that I felt she should not base her decision of having a baby on what her stepdaughter is doing in her own life. I didn't want her to later on have resentment because of that. I went on to tell her that her husband's role as grandparent is completely different from his role as a new parent and not to assume that it would cause him stress unless he said so. After all, he was open to having another baby before and I also told her that she should be called whatever's comfortable to her. She then emailed me back to say, your response is most helpful, but I just wanted to clarify that I am actually uncomfortable with the label grandma and struggling in this position. My concern is my stepdaughter is so young and unmarried and the baby's dad is unreliable now. I fear I'll be relied on to help a lot more than I feel comfortable doing. That's why I'm trying to set boundaries. My husband doesn't understand that. And I'm sorry to say this, but I'm just being honest and maybe it will help others too. But I feel like if my husband is going to be taking the time to help with stepdaughter's baby and I'm going to be helping too, I might as well be taking time and raising my own baby with him. That's at least the best way I can say what's turning in my head and feelings right now. I know this is an unusual dynamic, but maybe even other step parents out there are in a similar position with their older stepchildren too. And always, I appreciate what you're doing for all of our blended families, Jennifer. So Jennifer, if you are uncomfortable with the label grandma, that's totally okay. But you'll just need to come up with a label that you are okay with. I understand feeling like you should wait a bit since you're going to be helping out with your stepdaughter's new baby and you do have plenty of time. You're only 33. You might feel completely different about all of this in a couple of years, but don't wait unless it's truly what you want. I think right now this is a big change for all of you. You'll know when it's the right time for you to expand your family and maybe you just need to allow an adjustment period first for this grandchild. And to the rest of the listeners, have any of you been in a similar situation? If so, I'm sure that Jennifer would love some feedback or advice. If you'd like to send a voicemail for her, for me to play on a future episode, just go to speakpipe.com forward slash blended family podcast, or you can send me an email to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com and I will make sure that she gets it. And Jennifer, please keep us posted on how things are going for you. I also just got a new member in the Facebook group who didn't have a specific question yet, but she was telling me that she's having issues with, it sounds like two of her adult stepchildren. One who is dark and passive aggressive and the other who is very disrespectful to her. So even though I don't get tons of emails about it, I know that blended families with adult children are out there. Many may not be actively seeking help or even know about this podcast. Most of the people that email me have younger children. For those of you that have adult children, I hope this show helped a bit. We will all have adult children someday as well. If you know of any families that can benefit from the advice in this podcast or any other of my shows, please share it. You can always send me your questions or topic ideas. Again, it's melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. I hope you come back and join me next time for another show and that you have a fantastic week. 
Bye, everyone. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.